0: Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is The Journey, Season 3, Episode Number 82, Insights. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can listen to my podcast anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. Go to Spaces with elise.com and check out my blog or a little bit about me. Elise is spelled I L I S E and let's go. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic. Two years ago or more, when we were all told to stay home, I did so. And a lot of time was spent in my backyard. And in that time, I thought to bring my therapeutic skills and my journalistic skills together to create this podcast. For me to be able to reach out to you with what you're going through and what I'm going through. And it's evolved over two years into many different talks about mental health, coping skills, and leisure skills, and I hope that you're one of my loyal listeners, and if you're new to this podcast, it's really something that talks about what everybody's going through at different times in their lives, and how even though I'm a therapist, I'm a real person, and how we can connect, how you can adapt and change things in your world by molding them yourself, and by listening to me and my stories and my personal stories to know that you're not alone. It may not be the same story, but similar, or you can relate. And so it's a way of me reaching out. So this week is called Insights. Now, I've been gone for four weeks. I was on a family vacation. I hope you missed me a little bit in those four weeks. Every Wednesday, me coming in through your earbuds or your headphones I went to um, flew into Los Angeles, went to Hawaii. I went to Oahu and the Big Island of Hawaii, and I went to Vegas to visit some family for a couple nights, where I was a little bit of a winner at gambling with my daughter, and so I'm back. And in those four weeks, I had a lot of insight that I want to share with you, and. Hopefully, in listening to my personal journey, you can tap into some things that either you've been wanting to work on or ways that you've been wanting to change your life or personal things within yourself. And insights are really almost a magical way of changing your thought process or helping you through hard times. Or making big decisions in life. Um, We all have different insights throughout our days, even. If you really stop and observe what's going on around you, sometimes there's even clues of things that are there in the world around us, in the room you're sitting in, when you're driving your car, when you're Sitting in a lecture class, even though you should be listening, our mind wanders sometimes, or just looking around the room, there's an insight that you gain from what you see visually or what you hear. And it really is a muscle memory type of exercise to take in those insights, meaning being able to see them. We all have, like I said, throughout the day, but are we noticing these little, let's say, clues to an open a, a box to help us with difficulties that we're having in our world? Sometimes it can be something that someone says to you that you hear, but do you really hear it? Do you really absorb it? Maybe it's a sign of something that you see that you just kind of glaze over. But if you really took it in, it may be a way to help you through something. And so I want to share my summer insight. Now I have obviously as a therapist, I take the world in, but I'm just like anybody else. And My world is busy. I'm rushing through it. I don't stop to smell the coffee as they say, or smell the flowers. I'm rushing around, I'm going to carpool, I'm running my child around to different things that they have to go to, uh, working and doing different things in my life. And sometimes I don't see the signs, I don't gain the insight because I'm rushing around. And that's normal, that's normal life, that's normal busy everyday activity. But what would happen if we stopped and slowed down a little bit, even if it's a matter of 30 seconds in everything that we're doing or viewing or stopping that obsessive thought process to focus on what we're seeing with our eyes? I mean, a great way when you are having an anxiety issue or an obsessive thought issue, it is to focus on your five senses and what is going on around you and smelling and tasting and seeing and hearing and touching. It's a good way to bring someone down from a panic issue or someone who has obsessive thoughts or maybe you're someone who's just not really thinking. You're just kind of there going through the motions and almost as if in a robotic way, you're moving through the day. In those rushes and and obsessive thoughts and, and robotic ways of moving through the day and just feeling overwhelmed from everything you have to do, you're not taking in your environment. You're not gaining insights and little cues that the world is giving you that could really help you through the daily mess you go through, the life tragedies, the difficult times, the feeling overwhelmed. I mean, for me, the biggest thing that's overshadowed my life besides living a different way with COVID is that my dad passed away a year and a half ago. A very um, larger than life type of person who was my friend as well as my father. And I would call him about everything. Exciting, good, bad, he'd help me problem solve, he'd give me his opinion. Sometimes I didn't like, we butt heads a lot. But there was this big figure in my life that all of a sudden, unexpectedly, was no longer there. But he was there, but he wasn't there. He was there in me, my children, and my husband, and my mother. He was there, but not there. And so this was something that was looming over me. Was I able to process? Not really. We're in the middle of COVID, trying to stay healthy at that time, still everybody wearing masks, trying to stay out of restaurants and doing things. Even when we went to go visit him in the hospital, we were only allowed a certain amount of people in, wearing masks and shields and taking our temperature. Things were different back then. And since then, life has moved on and the world is starting to just live with COVID, which I, I think is w- what we all have to do. We're all going to get it, I believe, unless you've got some secret power of immunity. And I believe there are some people out there who do. We're all going to go through it. And so life moves on. And as life was moving on, I, I had this heaviness in my heart that was always with me, no matter what I did. I'd look happy, I'd feel happy, but there was always the sadness. And, and honestly, every time I would start to think about my dad, I'd push it away because I didn't want to get sad, or it wasn't an opportune moment to get sad. And I just would have the thought and push it away. When people would talk about him, we'd talk, and quickly all of us would just move on to another subject. And so, For me, this is something that's been weighing on me. And can you relate? It may be something different, not grief, loss of a job, trying to pay bills, feeling depressed and not knowing why and going through your routine, but feeling so sad and trying to cope or or anxiety that's always moving around with you. We all have something that's kind of like that monkey on our back that we carry around. And so as the world's moving on, summer comes. Summer, if you've listened to me, is my favorite season of the year. Not only, I guess it started when I was born in the month of July, that summer was, became automatically my favorite time of the year because I got to celebrate my birthday. And I'm going to share some of my summer insights throughout my life and how I became in this summer to a pinnacle point life-changing, I guess I would say, point. And it's not only about you listening to my story, but how can you look inwards in yourself and somehow relate to that in your own situation or your own life events or something that you're going through. So I'm going to begin to share and you're just going to listen. And as you listen, ideas or Things you're feeling or things you have felt may come to you. And if you can, jot them down. Sometimes we forget things. I know as I get older, I'm forgetful. And I automatically jot things down on my phone. And I did that while I was in Hawaii, even though I was, out, I was on vacation. Some little things, Hawaiian things like um, shaka, the shaka symbol, meaning it's okay or have a good day or oh, you know, aloha or mahalo. So I would write down things, and while I was looking at the ocean or the waves, or things would come to me, and so I would jot them down. And I think that's a great way for you to start to become a little bit more insightful into what's going on in your thought process and in your world. Maybe it's just something somebody said. Maybe it's a song that comes on the radio that strikes something inside of you. Maybe it's something you're watching on TV or you're sitting in a meeting and something somebody does or says that that just bothers you and you really didn't realize it. But because you're opening up your senses a little bit more, you're starting to notice these things. So let me start with the season of summer. As I mentioned, I was born. So for me, summer always started out with the right foot. I... Loved my birthday parties, but unfortunately, because it was summer, kids were either on family vacations or going away to sleep camp, and so I never had a really big party. But it also allowed to have very small parties, like I had a lot of girls' sleepovers, and I was reminiscing with my girls about this on vacation for some reason. It came to my mind, and all these fun sleepovers that I would have and we'd do all those Things that we used to do years ago where everybody would put two fingers under a friend lying there, and we'd all raise them up in the air miraculously, and all these fun little things that you would do at sleepovers, because we didn't have the kind of electronics and TV stuff that you have today, so we had to really make our own fun, and summer was the swimming pool in my backyard, and just enjoying it, and jumping in, and learning how to dive, and just summer fun. And as a kid, summer is pure fun because there's no school number one. So we have none of those responsibilities. And even as a parent myself, I don't have to do carpool and drive and drive back home and listen to all the stressors that my child has during the school year because your kid's stress is your stress. So if you haven't had kids yet, there's a little cue for you that when your kids have stress, it's your stress. So summer means freedom. And I went through my childhood loving summers. And sometimes we do small little family vacations. Of course, if you live in Florida, you go to Disney World. Or you just go to the beach. And sometimes we visited New Jersey with family up there. And so summer was a fun time. And as I grew into a teenager... Summer brought out even more fun, driving to the beach every time we could and some of my favorite times going to the beach with my best friend and we'd go right before sunset. We'd grab some Subway and we'd put a towel down and we would just do our girl chat, eat our dinner and watch as the sun would disappear. Now, we didn't have the actual sun disappear because we were on the East Coast, but you could slowly see as dusk would come and the light would disappear. I remember the smell of the salt air and the salt on my skin. There was nothing better than having the day at the pool or the beach or on a family vacation and having that salt on your skin and swimming all day long and enjoying the sun and That night, just feeling like it was such a great day accomplished, full of just summer sights and smells and tastes and sounds and touches. And it was just pure fun being with friends and being with family. And I always remember the only little part I liked about school starting was everybody always looked so different after school started. I mean, you even see it now if you have kids or If you're a little bit older, everybody always looked a little taller. The hair was freshly cut. Maybe their hair was a different color or somebody had long hair and now had short hair. They were maturing. Every time you saw them after those few months had passed, they just looked different. And I didn't know I was changing and looking different, but I always made a change to myself, whether it was my hair or hair or my nails, or my makeup, even though organically I had changed and grown. So that was always something fun to see. And maybe some of you can relate to that same feeling. I know with my own kids, them wanting to look fresh for school with new hairstyles and the new backpacks and whatever it is, we just go through this whole type of change from the beginning of summer to the end of summer. Excuse me. And so, summer breezes and summer trips and summer love and lots of things that summer brings. And sure, as I'm speaking, you're thinking of lots of summer memories. Maybe you're going back and thinking about a lot of summer memories you've never thought about in a long, long time. Sometimes, when we hear other people talking about their life experiences. It jogs a memory, something you haven't thought about in years. When that happens, stop in that moment. Take in that memory. Try to focus and see all the things that were there. A lot of times there's meaning in that when that memory comes back to us. There's an insight in it. Maybe it's just to put a smile on your face Maybe it's a memory of someone who's passed, or friends you've lost touch with, or just that innocence of childhood. And as college years came, well, college was a whole different thing. In Florida, you had to do some summer school. So it was either staying up at my school at the University of Florida in the summer, or coming home and doing a little work. But there was also lots of summer, sand, sun, pool friends and enjoying my time away from college getting a little break even though i might have been doing a little job growing and maturing having a job and so as i'm looking back and thinking about my summer i see how i've evolved from childhood to now my college years now of course once we get out into the work world Vacations need to be planned and they need to be approved and they need to be asked for. And that's okay. That's a part of responsibility in life and working hard so that you can play. And that's part of our insights that we learn as we get older. Responsibility and play have to have a balance. See, that's something we miss once we get out into the real world and we're young. Is we lose that balance. It's work, 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 go home and do homework, whatever it is in your life and errands and paying bills. And there's becomes this uneven balance of work and leisure and really in reality to have a healthy mental state. There needs to be an equal balance between work responsibilities and free time and downtime, and mental health activities, and your leisure time. If you look at a scale, when you put too much on one end, the scale becomes uneven. That's exactly what happens internally, intellectually, in your thought process, in your body functioning properly. When the scale is heavier on one side, you're not even. You're not healthy. So you need to balance that out. And that balance takes work. And when you're younger, you kind of have that balance taken care of for you because you go to school, you have activities after school, and then summer comes and you have this glorious three months. Now, ultimately, as an adult, that should be sprinkled out throughout your day is having that downtime. But as a kid, it's kind of programmed in there for us. And let's face it, they give you recess in school, so you have downtime, and you have art classes in school, which are fun and creative, and music. So incorporated into our young life are some of those leisure things that are fun. They put them in there. And so as we become adults, nobody's doing that for us anymore, and we really have to focus on that. So as I've gotten older and have a family, I still have kids in school. So it's programmed in there that I still get those summer months. And so that's when we take off from work and the family has a break. And for my husband and I, every January was just kind of like our thing where we'd start to think, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? We'd start to research and see what would work best for our family, and book hotels, and, and it would be full of just many, many things. Our vacations were always just very, very busy, whether it was traveling abroad or crossing the United States. We were very busy through, full of going on cruise ships, planes but not just getting on a plane having to change planes and going on trains from different places within the in Europe and abroad and so it took a lot of planning And where are you going to stay and we would always do tours so we could get the maximum in and the vacations were busy and I, we always made sure that there was history lessons in those trips because you're traveling to places that have In your history books at school, they become real and come to life. And even though my kids are older, we took them to Pearl Harbor this summer because it's part of the United States' history, world history with World War II. And so it's important to not just see it in a book or see it in a movie, if you can, to show really history up close, And personal because it makes it so much real more real and tangible even as adults I mean I first saw Pearl Harbor about 18 years ago but the first time for myself and it became real to see the names and to see the USS Arizona they're still under the water and you can see it from the top and it just becomes real and so that's what our goal was with all of our trips and we were planning in January, and all of a sudden, this thing called COVID came along. And I was in some sense of denial, like, come on, telling my husband, let's plan. He's like, eh, I don't know. We can plan, but I don't know that we should book. Well, sure enough, by that summer, we were all encouraged just to stay home and not go anywhere because that was the safest place to be. And so all those dreams of what my summer could be for me and my kids and my husband, slowly melted away and because of who I am I made the most of that summer in my house uh, spa nights and pool parties and family games and puzzles like a lot of you probably did just trying to make the most and and not miss this time with my kids growing up not having that family vacation because the reality is and when you go on vacations, whether it's with friends or family or even yourself, every, your body, your mind, everything is different. You have different kinds of laughs and different types of experiences, and you have more time to sit and talk. So I didn't want to miss that with my kids. They were only going to be that age that summer for one time. And so I made the most of it. And the next year, again, thinking, huh, no, no. Not great time to travel outside the United States or even through the United States, but we felt like, you know, with my dad's passing and everything, it just got to the point where I just needed to get out of my house or my town or just the local environment. Obviously, I was going places and doing things with precaution, but I needed to get away. And we did. We went to um, St. Augustine and we went to Orlando and rented houses. So we weren't staying in hotels and it was a safer way of not letting covid ruin our summer by somebody getting it. And so it was nice. It was it was it was beautiful. It wasn't what I usually did, but I embraced it and had fun and enjoyed my family. And in the past year, life has kind of become what normal is with covid. You know that I've gotten COVID. I've had it twice. Unfortunately, we came back from Hawaii. My daughter got it. COVID's a part of our world. And so my husband and I decided we were going away this summer, no matter what it brought. We'd be precautious. We have our vaccines and we do the best that we could. Ultimately, one of us got it. Thank goodness, not till we got home and she's fine already. But we were going to take our vacation. And so we planned, we figured, well, let's not leave technically the country. We'll go to Hawaii. It's the U.S. There's no testing and, you know, no temperature checks or anything like that. So we didn't have to worry about our trip getting derailed in any way. And so we did Hawaii. And Hawaii was amazing. And I will talk about it further in other podcasts. Because I think it's like, This part of the United States that not many people think about as a first thought to go visit, but you feel like you're kind of not in the United States because you've traveled so many miles by air just to get there, and it's different. It's a different culture. It's a different way of life. It's different sights. It's different sounds. It's different tastes. It's different touches. And so it's such an amazing place to go to. And I will talk about that in further podcasts. But just being in Hawaii and away, I noticed in my insights, because I was slowing down, taking time away from my busy life and my family's busy life and working and just trying to get everything done, we were slowing down. And in that period of slowing down, my dad's name came up a lot. I mean, a lot, but not in a sad way. It just would be, you know, Grandpa would really like this. Or I'd say, you know, my dad would really like this. And then it would kind of spark a memory and we would talk about him. And it was kind of like almost a theme in our trip. And I noticed it, and I really haven't talked with the rest of my family to see what their thoughts and feelings were, because I really didn't want to know before I did this podcast, because I just wanted to focus on what my insights were. But his name came up a lot, and not only did it come up a lot, with inside myself, I began to think about him a lot. And I didn't, if you remember, allow myself to really absorb that in the past year and a half in my life because, number one, I was grieving. Number two, it was too hard. Number three, if I did, it would derail what I was doing in my daily routine. And I just wasn't ready to really think about my dad. I mean, really think about him. And we did. And we would talk about his quirky habits and the way he liked to do things and when his, before he would order food or coffee, make sure it's really hot. And we would talk about those little things about him and just how he was this larger than life man and just good memories and food that we would eat. We'd say he'd love this or he'd hate this. And we hadn't done that. We really hadn't talked about him like that. And, I was truly taking this in. It was like somebody waving that white flag in front of me saying, here's some insight. Stop, listen, feel, take it in. And so I I did. And I, I would jot things down on my phone and things I want to remember because let's face it, sometimes we have fleeting thoughts and they're gone, and we can't even remember what we were thinking. And so I didn't want that to happen. So I would write down things, not just about my dad, but like I said, things that I felt or what's going on on the trip or frustrations or feeling scared with some of the things that we did that were a little outside my comfort zone. And so there was a moment that I'd like to share that I think was the moment where my grief was let go a lot. And I believe it was let go because I took this time to create a balance in my life where that scale wasn't weighing on one side and I was in that leisure lifestyle, that sense of freedom and responsibilities just taken away for a few weeks to allow me to open up, to feel comfortable enough, to allow these feelings in. And it became very insightful for me. So a fun part about our trip is that we stayed at the Disney Alani Resort on the island of Oahu. And it's on the other side of the island away from Waikiki. So it's a little bit, it's not as much hustle and bustle. And Alani amazing if you do have the chance to go and visit it um, it's Disney Hawaiian style. Um, they just have cool things um, that Disney does, but they just make it Hawaiian style. I don't know other any other way. For example, shaved ice—you get shaved ice, millions of flavors to choose from, and it literally is formed into a Mickey head with a big ball and two ears on the side. So it's Disney all the time. And so even though my kids, one's an adult, and One's a teenager who's going to be an adult soon. We did a Disney character breakfast and they were so excited about it. Remember I said, I we missed like two summers of, especially my youngest of doing kid things that, you know, you really shouldn't be doing because you're going to get COVID. And, and so, so, being able to go to this Disney character breakfast, it was like they were little kids again. I mean, they were so excited to go, not in an immature way. I mean, and I have to be honest, I was excited to go because we would go to Disney World all the time. And uh, I don't know, four or five times a year. And we would do character breakfast, some fun things like that. And so it was nice to feel to get back in that routine. And you could feel the excitement in our, our hotel room that morning getting up for the character breakfast. And you go into, you know, most of Hawaii, the hotels are open air restaurants. And so we go to the open air dining and just have this fun time with this great breakfast and, um, you know, Disney shaped waffles, Mickey shaped waffle heads and mini shaped waffle heads. And Minnie was a different color than Mickey. And so you're enjoying your breakfast and a man and a, cool Hawaiian shirt, comes out with a ukulele in his hand, and he tells us how he um, is a local storyteller, and he comes to resort, and he sings Hawaiian stories and Hawaiian songs and plays his ukulele. And so, little entertainment while we're eating. Something, like I said, Disney Hawaiian style. And, you know, one song went by, and then the next song comes on, And it's a song originally by Bob Marley. And it goes, don't worry about a thing. Because every little thing's going to be all right. And at the end it says, this is my message to you. Well, something happened to me. Sitting in this open air dining room, listening to this man playing ukulele, tears started rolling down my face. I literally had to take a napkin to cover my face because I was embarrassed. First thing, I'm in this restaurant where characters and people are taking pictures of characters. And this man's playing this lovely song on the ukulele and I'm crying. And of course, my family starts to ask what's wrong. And I just say my dad. And what happened was when he was started to sing the song, I started to sing and sway with him. And it was something that my dad would have done. And I really almost felt like I was my dad at that moment. And, you know, hearing, don't worry about a thing because every little thing's going to be all right. And in that moment, because I was relaxed and was having a healthy balance between work and play, my grief overwhelmed me. But at the same time, I was letting go of that grief, and it was almost like my dad saying to me, life is getting back to normal, your family is great and healthy, I'm okay, don't worry about a thing, because everything is going to be all right, and this is my message to you, and I have to admit, tears still, I would wipe them away and they would come, but I was starting to feel better, and And I really just got quiet. And why? Because I was doing what I told you to do. To stop and think about that moment. Not just to let that moment pass. But to think about why is it happening? Why is it happening now in this moment, this awkward moment? What insight can I take from this? And I continued to think about it throughout the day quietly to myself. And I realized that all this talk about my dad is because we were all away from home, way far away from home. And we were feeling like our life was normal again and having fun family time. And it allowed us all, and if I were to ask each one of them, I'm sure they would say the same thing. It allowed us to be in a good place to remember my dad without the pain of him knowing he's not in our life anymore, but just remembering the gifts and the learning lessons that he gave us and his quirky little habits that we can still laugh about. And so by slowing down and taking time out for me, I gained insight and my grief finally was able to flow out of me. I will always grieve my father. I will have tearful moments. But it somehow now makes those moments happier moments when I think about him. I know he's not coming back, so to think about him in sad ways almost seems sad at this point. And so this moment in Hawaii and the time with my family gave me insight. And from that point on, I made a conscious effort. Because like I said, just because I've provided therapy sessions and therapy groups and sitting here on my podcast, doesn't mean I don't get caught up in my life just like everybody else does. Doesn't mean I don't have anxiety or feel sad or feel overwhelmed or feel dysfunctional at times. We're all human. We all go through these things. The only thing we can change is how we cope with them. And no matter who you are, we don't always cope to the best of our abilities, or we just get caught up. And if we don't take that time regularly, not just on a summer family vacation, but regularly, We don't gain the same insights into ourselves. We don't allow ourselves to process. And that is what my family was doing, was processing and letting go that he's gone and just trying to focus on what impact he had on our lives and will continue to have on all of our lives until we take our last breath. And so... I set goals for myself from that point on and there's so many things that I I really took practice in while I was away that I literally would stop even if I was laying on a lounge chair and thoughts came to my head because remember, when you are relaxed, lots more thoughts come to us and you may find yourself even a little creative in those moments. So that was what was happening to me and so I would just jot little things down that I felt that I could share with you or that were beneficial to me. And so I always make goals as the summer is, is slowly coming to a close. I'll miss you summer um, because, again, it is my favorite time of year. But everybody has different seasons that they love. I mean, let's face it. When fall comes, the leaves change, the weather changes, There's fireplaces going, there's family gatherings, the foods that revolve around it. I mean, there's so much to look forward to in each season. And you've heard me if you're an avid listener. I've talked about this because the seasons do affect our moods and our bodies and the way we react and feel. So it's very important to become in tune to how you are in those different seasons and different coping skills that you can use during that time. But I decided that in my age and in this insight that I've gained is that I want to be more insightful in general. And that means that I have to consciously listen and stop for a moment and take in my world a little bit more because there may be little messages and what's going on around me. Just like that end of that song where it says, this is my message to you. And so listen, see, smell, hear, taste your world. Look for those signs. And I'll talk about something else that happened in another podcast in Hawaii, that a sign, it was a sign from my dad as I took it. But it also was a connection between me and a stranger. Start to look for those interactions. Don't just let them be passing interactions. Sometimes things happen between you and strangers that could have a very deep meaning or a learning lesson in them. I guess what I'm saying to you is slow down, smell the flowers, smell the coffee, taste your coffee, see your coffee, hear your coffee, feel your coffee. Stop and look And give yourself those moments and something that's going on around you or happening. And really take it in and look for the insights. And in those insights, there may be some healing, self-healing. There may be some release of anxiety or lifting your mood. Jot things down. They may seem weird. And you may look back on them. And to be honest, when I was about to prepare what I was going to do for this podcast... I was on vacation brain and I really didn't know. And I went back and I looked at my notes and I saw this. And this was the very first thing I wanted to share. Because summer is closing and a new story is about to unfold for all of us as fall comes and everything that I talked about that fall brings. And so be more insightful. Get your scale balanced. Figure out ways to balance it. It's really in your hands. And I'm not just sitting here telling you I'm going to do it. I am really going to do it. I've continued with it since I've left Hawaii to just look for and really take in moments, even the moment that my daughter left for college and just taking it all in and kind of changing it in my mind and focusing on her and how her life is blooming and how the things that I did and taught her and my husband and I did and taught her are going to be her guidepost for her learning lessons and her insights as she goes through her world and her life. And so those are the things that you start to think about when you take the time to really think about moments and situations, the things that are happening big, little, and small in your life. So let's all get more insightful. Let's make it a goal for all of us to gain more insights to what's going on within us internally and within our worlds. And for me, because I became more insightful and took this balance of taking some time away from my world and all the stressors, It gave me time to process my grief. And I can talk to you without getting tears in my eyes because anytime I've talked here about my dad, tears have come to my eyes, which shows proof that I was able to process and let go. And my dad is still teaching me learning lessons. Don't worry about a thing. Everything's going to be all right. This is my message to you. And I will continue to say that when I'm feeling like I need my dad's voice and I don't have it. I really do now. Through that song and through those lyrics, I have him with me. Thank you for joining me today for episode 82, Insights, and listening to me as I gained my insight. And I hope you gained some insight too. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. And until next week, my friends, ciao, aloha, mahalo.